Let's open our Bibles. Uh, in Exodus chapter 33, verses 8 to 17 in the NLT version. Exodus chapter 33, verses 8 to 17 in the NLT version. Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meeting, all the people would get up and stand in the entrance of their own tents. They would all watch Moses until he disappeared inside. As he went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and hover at its entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. When the people saw the cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they would stand and bow down in front of their own tents. Inside the tent of meeting of the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Afterward, Moses would return to the camp, but the young man who assisted him, Joshua, the son of Nun, would remain behind in the tent of meeting. One day, Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, Take these people unto the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send before me. You have told me, I know you by name, and I look favorably on you. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor and remember that this nation is your own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, on me and on your people, if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. The Lord replied to Moses, I will indeed do what you have asked, for I look favorably on you and I know you by name. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a passage of scripture that Pastor spoke, us, spoke to us in the beginning of the year. That it's a year of God's favor and supernatural encounters. Amen. The Bible here is saying, I like the NLT version. It says, I will personally go with you. How many of you believe tonight... Hallelujah. God is going to send forth the presence in our lives that we will know He's personally hand in hand, glove in hand, glove in glove with us. Amen. In every step of our way. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. He said, what distinguishes us, what sets us apart, is not your presence and your power. What sets us apart is the fact that He is near to us. How many of you will know that God is near to us? Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He's saying he will look unto us with favor. Hallelujah. I like that word. He said, I will indeed do what you have asked for. I will look favorably on you. Hallelujah. Inside the presence of God, there is a look of favor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's not the look of uh, rejection. It's a look of favor. Praise God. Even tonight. Hallelujah. Are you feeling rejected by people? Are you feeling, hallelujah, rejected by the world? Are you feeling rejected by the family? Come into the presence of God. There is something that distinguishes us. He's saying, hallelujah, here you are looked favorably. Praise the Lord. Here you are not an outcast. Here you are precious in my sight. Here, hallelujah, I walk hand in hand, glove in God with you. Amen. There is nothing more beautiful, more joyful, than exceptional than God's favor and presence. Hallelujah. Oh, experientially, tangibly with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you would say, I treasure the presence of God? How many of you would say, do not send me anywhere without your presence? How many of you say, Lord, cover us with your presence, Lord? Hallelujah. Moses, this passage of scripture about Speaks about Moses, a preeminent prophet in the Old Testament. And here the Bible says, he spoke to the Lord as like a friend. Amen. How many of you believe that God will give us that kind of an intimacy? Amen. How many of you think that I'm in, I'm in a time of my life I need a friend? Amen. Somebody I can trust. Somebody I can talk. Somebody will understand me. Somebody will know what I'm going through. Hallelujah. Sometimes you are looking 
outside but look come back to the presence of God the Bible says here God spoke to Moses like a friend amen the Bible says we have a friend in Jesus what a friend we have in Jesus amen hallelujah the presence of God amen Holy Spirit is the voice who makes the uh, you know I like what Benny Hinn says says the Holy Spirit is the voice that make the voice of the Father and the voice of Jesus so real he is the voice of the Father. Amen. He is the voice of Jesus. Amen. That bring into our hearts to make us know that he's a friend. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you say, Lord, I want to hear your voice like a friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Friend with the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is the time that you will move into time of prophetic declarations and prophetic encounters and prophetic utterances will start flowing from the inside of you. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You'll see that. Hallelujah. That you're carrying something more than you carried before. There is a weight. Hallelujah. In what you're seeing. Here is seeing Moses. Many times Moses is saying, if you are my friend, I want your presence. He's not asking for anything else. He said, you know, I, want, I don't want an angel to come with me. God said, I'll an angel. He said, nothing short of your presence. Amen. He said, I want your presence. I will not go. I want to make sure that you're personally there with me. I want to know that I found grace in your sight. I want to know that I'm looked upon as favor. Looked upon by the favor of God. Amen. How many of you say, Lord, I don't want to just leave your presence without knowing, hallelujah, that I am looked upon by your favor. I'm looked upon favorably by you. Hallelujah. Some of us, some of us just leave our presence without having these thoughts. That's why all the other thoughts are bombarding us. Tonight, every other thought that is bombarding your mind, leave tonight in the name of the Lord. When you know the one who is, hallelujah, mighty and all-powerful and all-glorious, Jesus Christ is looking upon you with favor. Amen. He says, do not send me anywhere without your presence. I have to hear your, you know, hear your voice first. How many of you would say, Lord, when I get up, I want to hear your voice first. I want to speak your words first. The first declaration should be of the word of God. Amen. The first mention should be of Jesus. Hallelujah. Moses said, if I found favor with you, I want your glory. Every time Moses would move into his tent, into a tent of meeting. Hallelujah. He was just pitched a tent just outside of the camp, little further. And the Lord would literally come upon him with a cloud. And the glory of God would step into that and he would speak to face to face. It's not just going through your emotions, not going through your emotions and speaking your complaint. There is a moment in prayer, there are opportunities in prayer, hallelujah, where you experience the tangibleness of God. You experience the touch of God. You experience the way of God. You feel the, mm, hallelujah, a rima of God, the life of God. Hallelujah. You'll feel that oil flowing through the, from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. You will not see anything else other than the presence of God. Everything else that you look is through the presence of God. There is something about God's presence that, hallelujah, put a stop from devil violating your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Tonight I pray under your presence of God, no child of God shall be violated. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, hallelujah. No power of the enemy, no power of evil presence will violate you. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You'll feel you're violated. Amen. Somebody has trespassed. Somebody has, hallelujah, trespassed a boundary that the Lord has put over your life tonight. Every violation, hallelujah, praise the Lord, be put out in the name of the Lord. Every violation be destroyed. Every violator be arrested. Every violator be cast out from your midst in the name of Jesus tonight. May you be supernaturally protected by the presence of God. There's an experience. He's there with you. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's there. None of these things is written to make you happy. 
But if this happened in the Old Testament, how much more the encounters can happen who have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus? Hallelujah. It's just not to make you happy. It's just to make you realize if Old Testament people could have such encounters, how much more you and I who has been named, renamed by the blood of Jesus Christ and has been redeemed into the family of God. How much pray tonight church. Hallelujah. Let our life be dry and wells without waters and hallelujah. Praise the cloud without the rain. Come on. That's not what God has promised us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Not religious irritations and hallelujah. Praise God. It is the life of mantle. It's a life of power. It's a life of glory. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Look at the man Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says God would speak to him face to face. What does the Bible say? Face to face. Bible says nobody has seen his face. It means that God would speak him mouth to mouth. God is saying I'm going to speak to him as a friend. Moses. My sheep shall hear my voice and they'll follow me mouth to mouth. Moses, unlike the other prophets like Ezekiel who saw the Lord, one face of a man, one face of a lion and one face of an ox. Look at Moses. Moses, you know, see him face to face, one to one. You do not have to interpret like Ezekiel. He could just plain. God would just reveal it to him as so plain. Tonight, let's get out of this complication. Ask the Lord to reveal you plainly, Lord, like a friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you found favor, not only to you, for you pray for your spouses, your children, your parents, your family, that God will make them speak to them plainly. Come on, church, tonight. Come on, let there be, hallelujah, the presence of God penetrates into your family members. Tonight, let them understand the Lord so plainly. Hallelujah. Face to face. Many of us are satisfied with one, one encounter. Moses already had an encounter in chapter 2 when God spoke to him. Here in chapter 3, again Moses is having an encounter. And here Moses is not trying to become a leader. He's not trying to be the greatest prophet. He's not trying to make a book. He's not trying to see how many people you know going to uh, like him. I mean, that's not what his agenda is. His agenda is this: the godly oppressions. The cloud came down every time in prayer to meet with him. Hallelujah! Blessed be the name of the Lord. Moses saying, "Lord, I want your presence." Hallelujah. Every day Moses would look, there is the bread on the ground. There is water gushing forth from the rock. But Moses is saying, I want you more. I want more. I want more. He's not satisfied with one encounter. He said, I want more. How many of you say, Lord, I want more? Hallelujah. So what can an encounter do for you tonight? That's what we're going to look at. Moses had many encounters, but here we clearly see that the encounter with God brought about the reversal of the enemy verdicts and sentences against his life. Number one, the reversal of an enemy verdict and sentence against your life. Open your mouth and say, enemy verdict and sentence against my life will be reversed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Enemy verdict and sentence against my life shall be reversed in the name of the Lord. Put your hands together there itself. Let the deliverance of God flow tonight. Hallelujah. Let not the verdict of the enemy. Hallelujah. Oh, pull you down in the name of the Lord. Break you, Lord, into pieces. May be reversed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let's read the scripture, Exodus chapter 2 and the 15th verse. And sure enough, Pharaoh heard what had happened, and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in the land of Midian. 
Amen. Most Pharaoh had a sentence or a verdict against Moses. Said, "I will slay him. I'll kill him." It was a death sentence, a satanic verdict on his life. He was running, and death was following, following him. Divine encounters will deal with the death sentences and enemies' verdicts against you. Hallelujah. He had a divine encounter with God. Tonight, may you don't have a sentence of death because there is a verdict that you will... Hallelujah. Praise God. There is a verdict from heaven that will overtake the verdict of the devil. Come on. Hallelujah. There is a greater verdict. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory by the blood of Jesus. What the devil has put a verdict that you will not get married, you will not have a good job, that you will not minister for me. I mean, minister for the Lord. I mean, that's the verdict of the Lord. But God is destroying that enemy's verdict tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe it's against your business. Hallelujah. That it will fail. But tonight, maybe maybe it's a God. You're not finding any resources. And the devil is putting in your mind that you'll never have a tangible resources. Praise God. Maybe so you'll not have a baby. Like the other day, somebody testified and said, uh, you know, the doctor said that, you know, we'll never have a baby. Even through a, like a unnatural, I mean, like a test tube or whatever, that uh, medical waste. But he said, but, but the man of God, God spoke through Pastor Rajesh and Pastor Rajesh immediately heard it and said, don't take that word. Don't take that verdict. And that person said, the moment he said that, pastor said that, you know, I had the grace to let go of what doctor said. And next month, got pregnant. Praise God tonight. Don't take the verdict tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Praise God. It doesn't matter what the enemy has put over your life. Amen. That you will not grow well. Your family will not be lifted up. You will not rise up. Rise up. Hallelujah. Beyond a level. Hallelujah. Whatever things that, Hallelujah. The devil has put into your life tonight. Let it be broken in the name of the Lord. Divine encounters will, will deal with it tonight. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Divine encounters will deal with it. Sometimes there are self-induced verdicts or sentences. Sentences that others are pronounced. But in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus Christ... When a divine encounter happens, it loses its power over your life. Amen. Those verdicts will be reversed and be broken from your life. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that tonight? May your presence fill. May the assurance and the strength return back in the name of the Lord. May your consciousness, hallelujah, that has been bombarded by the thoughts of the enemy, that you will not amount to much, be broken in the name of the Lord. May every limitations be broken, every fortresses be broken in the name of Jesus tonight. May the doctor's report against you be broken tonight. May there be supernatural healings takes place. Even as the word has been spoken, let there be divine healing, divine miracles. Hallelujah. Behind the word is divine miracles to heal you tonight. In the name of the Lord, the miraculous hand of God flow upon your body in the name of the Lord. May you be released from that doctor's report in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There are two kinds of verdicts. One is called the acquired verdict. You acquire it yourself. In other words, you deserve it. Cain, he killed his brother. And the Bible says, wherever Cain goes, the enemy will follow. There's a mark that will be upon him. Wherever the Cain goes, something behind you. So it's that acquired, something that he did it wrong. Or Moses, when he killed his Egyptian, he deserved it. He fled that guilt of Having done something wrong is following you. The enemy is following you. It's an acquired verdict. But how many of you know that Jesus Christ nailed those verdicts? He took it on himself. That which came upon you, that which should have come upon you, fallen upon you, it fell upon Christ on the cross. It roasted him. Hallelujah. The judgment of God roasted him. The consequences that you should have taken roasted him. Hallelujah. So that tonight you are free. In the name of the Lord, you have to know that you are free. He has nailed it on the cross. He is your city of refuge. You can take your refuge. Hallelujah. You can flee. Hallelujah. There is a hope. Hallelujah. That you can live tomorrow because of this grace. There is hope for tomorrow. It's not a valley of trouble. It's a door of hope. Tomorrow you can open the door. It's hope. (laughs) Come on. Hallelujah. You will not open the door and you will see your past. You will open the door and see your future. 
because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. You have been redeemed. Certain things in your life that were evil. Hallelujah. Through the blood of Jesus Christ have been broken away from your life and from your family. Say Amen. Amen. Then there is inherited verdict. It's not because of what you did. It's because of somebody else did. Maybe a, a, like a example, the children of Dathan and Korah. They didn't do anything wrong. Only the father rebelled, rebelled against Moses. The children of Dathan and Korah did not do anything. The father rebelled, rebelled against Moses and they were sucked into that rebellion. They were pulled as a part of that. How many of you know? Oh, Gehazi. Gehazi became a leper. But the children were, cross, were caught in the crossfire of his sin and they also became leper. It was Gehazi who sinned, who lied against the man of God. Who was cursed with the leper. But the sons were somehow caught in the crossfire, in that rebellion, in that curse. And they also now feeling like a victim. Tonight in the blood name of Jesus. May God release you from that victimhood. May God release you from the victim mentality. May God release you from that kind of curses that came across your life. Hallelujah. Unknowingly, maybe through some other channel, but somehow it came and touched your life. Somehow it's working against your life. Somehow it's destroying your life. Somehow it's stealing from your life. Tonight, may it be broken in the name of the Lord. May you be completely whole through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. May you be completely whole. Hallelujah. You are completely whole in totality because it was a totality that Jesus died for your total spirit, soul, body, finances. If he died total, totally for every area of your life, you are totally free. You cannot be half free. If he's totally free, you cannot be half addicted and half free. You cannot be happy three days of the week and rest three of the days you are unhappy. Come on. You cannot be half blessed and half cursed. In totality, God is saying you are totally free. Yeah. To move into it tonight. Moses was on the hit list of Pharaoh. When you start ministering for the Lord, taking stand for the Lord. Every time you come into somebody's hit list, somebody is trying to destroy you inside and outside. In the family and outside the family. Know that you are a chosen vessel of God. You cannot please every God every time. You cannot please everybody and please God every day of your life. People like Benny Hinn and people like Rod Pashley, they say, how do you know that really God has called you and you are walking in the will of God? People start hating you. If they hated Jesus, they'll hate you. If he called them Belzebub, God, Jesus, Belzebub, they'll call you Belzebub. Come on. Hallelujah. The day that when you take a stand for people will come against you, misunderstand you, you became the target, you became the, hallelujah, you will be dishonored. Everywhere you go, you will be, you know, the people will try to bring you down and they'll rejoice seeing you like that. Know that. <laughs> Welcome to the ministry of Jesus. Not the ministry of crab. It's the ministry of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Because there are people who love to see you fail. There are people who hear bad news about you. There are people who are happy when they hear something bad has happened to you. They'll say, God bless you, God bless you. They'll say, hey. There are people who decide to become sick. There are people who have huge expectation of bad things about you. In, here, in the 12th chapter of Acts chapter 11, the Bible says, God rescued Peter from the expectation of the Jews. And of the Herod. They were expecting he will die. They were expecting the worst will happen to him. They were expecting, hallelujah, he'd be beheaded and destroyed forever. But the Bible says, God send an angel. Open your mouth and say, God send an angel. Open your mouth and say, God send an angel. God sent an angel and rescued from the expectation and the verdicts for the enemy tonight in the blood name of Jesus. May God release you from the expectation and the verdicts of the enemy that has placed over you from the desire of the enemies tonight. Put your hands together tonight. 
വിക്ടറി ബൈ ദ ബ്ലഡ് ഓഫ് ജീസസ് ടുനായിട്ട് and it is written to show you he can bring you through too he can bring you through also Amen. hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah glory to god somebody switch off that phone hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah glory to god look at somebody in your house and say there is nothing in the devil that we need to be afraid of you not need to be afraid of the devil hallelujah number 2 one encounter can activate prophecies in your life tonight i believe that tonight one encounter there is nothing more greater the two things that i've seen in the during corona that is two things that are powerful among all the other powerful things one is the prophecy and one is the ministry of angels you don't hate these two things you don't devalue these two things the prophecies this is what had happened in moses life moses encounter was a fulfillment of prophecy there was a prophecy in genesis that after 400 years the children of israel would be in bondage and after 400 years that they will come out of bondage into the direction of the prophet promised land and here the prophetic is happening the prophecy is happening there moses is a part of the prophecy hallelujah what do i mean divine encounters can actually propel prophecies into action he had a divine encounter hallelujah praise god and the prophecies are propelled into action come on tonight when you have a you want to see prophecies fulfilled how oh, go and spend time in the presence of god divariya dirajara manasiya never hallelujah negotiate with your time in the presence of god divari gabana thurodha manasiya never negotiate your calling with anybody hallelujah oh go and spend time in the presence of god and you will propel the prophecies into action amen blessed be the name of the lord is a prophecy over your life over my life how does a prophecy fulfilled by divine encounters hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord lockdown time so many prophetic words are coming to pass in the life of the church pastor himself was saying so many prophecies are coming to pass hallelujah tonight this is a time of prophetic movement a time of prophecies to be fulfilled hallelujah spend time and love the prophecies to fulfill tonight in the name of the lord hallelujah always have a word hallelujah when you read the bible not just the logos but something burning within you every day read the bible till the rhema burns within you hallelujah god's prophetic utterances because satan cannot handle prophecy look at two three people and say satan cannot handle prophecy what could be a delay in seek the fulfillment of prophecy number 1 when the time is not yet it appears to be delayed when the time is not yet it appears to be delayed in the book of daniel chapter 9 and 2 says prophecy can prophecy can be appear to be delayed if the beneficiary of the prophecy is not sensitive to the timing you can do either overtake the timing or you can be behind the timing that's why you need to be sensitive to the timing sometimes when the time is not yet it appear to be delayed or you are not sensitive to it it will pass over you pass you by and you will not know it tonight ask the holy spirit help me to be sensitive to your timing lord hallelujah number 2 enemy confrontations or battles make people forget the prophecies when god raised up uh, kenneth copeland and jerry savile his spiritual son one of the things they said that the reason why that the power of god would began to flow he said they never responded to criticism or people and something i mean things that was very small compared to the large calling i mean they completely 
kept that kind of a, a reaction out of their life. They did not spend time for people who said this and that and this and that. They did not take their time to think over it or meditate over it. I mean, they saw the calling and every time they, uh, confrontations or battles came, I mean, they, didn't, they followed the prophetic. If you go and engage you with the battles in a negative way with people, rather than fighting it through the prayer, you will forget the prophecy. It will, that's what many people have forgotten the prophecy because they're fighting the wrong, wrong devil. What do I mean by the wrong devil? You're fighting people rather than the devil. People are, you know, programmed to distract you. There are people who are sent into your life programmed to dis disconnect, disconnect from distractions or people who are bringing distractions, whoever, however good they are. I told the other day somebody, there might be many authentic people in your life, but if they appear more authentic than God's word, disconnect. <laughs> I hope you got that. Hallelujah. If they appear so good and so authentic, then you forget about God's word. God's word take a backseat. Disconnect. But even an angel can transform. Even the devil can transform as the angel of light. Number three, prophecy can appear to be delayed if there is a failure of enforcement. 1 Timothy 1.18 says, This I charge, commit unto you, son, Timothy, according to the prophecies which sent before me, that thou by them might war a good warfare. You cannot wish a prophecy into manifestation. It is warred into manifestation. Fight the fight of good fight through warfare. According to the prophecies, that thou by war a good warfare. So there is a war behind the prophecies. If you don't fight it through, if you don't enforce it, if you just wish it and somehow happen through your five minute prayer, it doesn't happen. You have to enforce it through prayer. Oh, rah, rah. Open your mouth and say, enforce it. Tonight certain strongholds are broken tonight. May who have the strength tonight, the tenacity and the power and the glory inside of you tonight to enforce the victory. Hallelujah. Don't be a bystander. Don't be a, don't be a passive. Hallelujah. Spectator. Come on church tonight. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Praise and thank the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Let there be a stamina inside of your being tonight. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let there be some clapping. Let there be some fire from the burning from the inside of you tonight to enforce it tonight they enforce the prophecies that's warfare tonight hallelujah you don't have time you make time for God that's warfare if you can't fast hallelujah you you fast when you can't <laughs> just fast hallelujah. prophecies hurry for manifestation after encounters whether in the business in ministry there are times Prophecy spoken over your life can be activated. Sometimes 21 days when you fast, nothing happens. But after a few days, sometimes it happens through when you fast. Sometimes after the fast, things will begin to move. Tonight, some of you are sown and sacrificially fasted and prayed. Hallelujah. When other people were on, on, on logging on to uh, WhatsApp and uh, Instagram and Facebook and wasted their time, some of you genuinely fasted tonight. You're going to see a harvest out of it tonight. Some of you be evangelizing to people. You know, I was amazed by people who have been used this time to evangelize. How many people they are bringing? When so, so many other people are so busy bodies and so, 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 so out of focus. Hallelujah. Pastor said, you know, God made him right. You are a son of prophecy. You are a son of prophecy. Open your mouth and say, I'm a son of prophecy. Amen. Hallelujah. What did Moses encounter do? Why was he asking God for his favor from his presence? Because the very first encounter, 
he know he knew what it did for him very first encounter what did happen it was an encounter for the rescue of a generation god encountered moses because he wanted to rescue a generation god is encountering with you not just for you he want to rescue a generation open your mouth and say god wants to rescue a generation through my life through my family through our church through our ministry in the name of jesus through our worship through our praise through our preaching through our association through our unity come on have a vision attached to what you believe oh you didn't get that no have a vision attached to your conviction what you believe some people only want deliverance for themselves they just hope pray wish pray, fast desire that the deliverance will come upon their lives and their family and their business and their whatever god has given them you know god will do it but it's limited to them like in luke chapter 10 there was a man who went from jerusalem to jericho and was attacked by the thieves and the samaritan came and healed only that one man he, i mean he was only concerned about his own healing or a thief who was on the cross said remember me so there is a realm where its deliverance is been prayed only for yourself healing and god will do it for you and you know there is a realm that god will do all that for you encounters produce that kind of deliverance but there are also people who have encountered who realize that they are delivered not just for themselves but for their household and for their family rehab when god encountered rehab through the servants of god said whoever in your family who is with you inside that home shall be delivered so that encounter through the servants of god was not for just for herself hallelujah it was not just to taste the goodness of god for herself but to bring it into somebody else's life amen you come to a realization of god through personal encounter and suddenly you realize this encounter is not just for me but you have the faith for your household too your family too hallelujah you put that scarlet robe or the blood of jesus on your window not just for you you want your family household to be delivered come on church tonight how many of you have that burden tonight i pray god will release that kind of a burden rabadiya juradala wala sabara thalada wala there might be a cost that you need to pay but hallelujah that burden hallelujah amen hallelujah not only rehab was protected but the entire household who came inside with her were protected hallelujah lift your hands and say because of me my family shall be free in jesus name say it two three times because of me my family will be free because of me my family will be free amen god has preserved you from death hallelujah because he knew that if you die it is also the end of the dreams for your family that's why he's kept you alive tonight tonight because of that every attack against you tonight be broken in the name of the lord lift your hands and say he loves you so much tonight he has preserved you so that you and your family shall be free through your life you are the answer you are god's answer amen because if you get a discourage your generation discourage your family discourage your children will discourage hallelujah if you cannot stay on the ground because if you do it everybody else will be on the ground you have to stand up for your family look at somebody and say you have to stand up for your family it is your fire that will ignite somebody else it is your hallelujah prayer that will engage somebody else in the grace of god come on when peter went for fishing all the 10 men with him when you go down you're bringing a 10 down come on but when you go up you are taking 10 up hi ya ya come on church tonight blessed be the name of the lord hallelujah when you are lukewarm and cold hallelujah without worship without prayer Amen doing your own stuff i mean nobody in your family get touched sometimes the battles that you face are not just personal the devil knows that if he can defeat you he can defeat people who are connected with you 
In Acts chapter 20, Paul said in the church of Ephesus, after I've gone, fierce wolves will come to destroy you and destroy the flock. As long as Paul said, I am here, as long as I am praying, as long as I am here, hallelujah, my footing is good, hallelujah, praise God. You don't have to fear any wolf, nobody will come next to you, come on. Otherwise, it's a field day for the devil. <laughs> That's why you need to pray for the pastors. If the pastors are attacked, it's a field day for the devil, hallelujah. He can come and attack any, any one of you. Come on, open your senses tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Have some sympathy for the men of God. <laughs> Praise God. He says they will come and take disciples after themselves. Paul knew that he had to stand for the church of God. Sometimes you take a lot of heat so that your family, your church is tight. Your apron will be safe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then there is a third. People who experience an encounter with the deliverance. Where the deliverance of a generation or a nation will happen through them. That's why we need to come tonight. An example is Moses. It was not a deliverance of Moses in the backside of the desert. It was a deliverance for the entire nation of Israel. Wow. That's a kind of move that we want to be a part of. Lift your hands tonight and say, Lord, let my little mindset leave me. Hallelujah. Let my deliverance just won't be for me. Hallelujah. My company, let the deliverance be for my generations, for my territory, for my nation. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and say, in the name of Jesus, supernatural encounters happen to me that will make an impact for the next generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Moses, if you die, Israel is buried. Amen. You need an encounter, Moses. That's why I'm appearing before the burning hush because I heard the cries of the Egyptians. I mean, from Israel, it's with the, I mean, among the Egyptians, the groans have come before me. You are the answer to their problem. Amen. Tonight, Holy Spirit is saying, You are the solution to somebody, but you have to have an encounter. Look at Pharaoh. Pharaoh was killing, willing to kill every animal. I mean, every male child just to get to Moses. That's how important you are. Pharaoh knew, the devil knew, if he can get Moses, I mean, I'll do anything in my power. Hallelujah. Everything that belonged to a Hebrew family. I mean, every, every child to, just to get to Moses. See how important you are. The whole house, the whole nation, the firstborn, the devil is after, the Pharaoh is after to killing the firstborn. The male children, Forget about the first one, male children, to get into Moses. Hallelujah. The satanic agenda. Hallelujah. It's not the Holy Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. Every satanic agenda against your life be broken in the name of Jesus tonight. Every agenda against God's people be broken in the name of Jesus, Lord. I cancel it. Every witchcraft, hallelujah, be broken oh, through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. And the church said, Amen. If you said Amen, you are free now. Look at David, a man after God's own heart. The Bible says he served his generation. Entire Israel's deliver, deliverance was through David. That's why he said he served his own generation. Amen. Do you know why the brothers or the father sent David to look after the sheep? Because he's a small boy. <laughs> he cannot live. They thought that lion and the bear will kill him. They thought, I mean, they expected David to die. But because of the divine encounter David had, he was not killable. Come on church tonight. Hallelujah. They thought he's going to roll back and die. But hallelujah, tonight, how many of you will say, I've got a mandate to fulfill. I've got an encounter to have. I've got a life to live. I've got a ministry to fulfill. I've got a family to save. I've got a generation to take along with me tonight. I'm not going to die, but I shall live and to proclaim the deeds of God. I am not killable. I'm not defeatable. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world.
Israel's deliverance, your family's deliverance, your nation's deliverance is tied to you. Oh, apron, oh David, you are the New Testament, David. Come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you say, I'm not killable because of the blood of Jesus? I'm not killable. Wherever you are watching, you are not killable because of the blood of Jesus to die. Some of the fears are living of death in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you have battles that even family of people, friends, family, not just the devil, rise against you. People from the close quarters. And you think, what have, wrong have you done for them? Judas, one of the disciples of Jesus, was a treasurer. You don't put money with people who don't trust. Jesus trusted Judas. He was a familiar friend, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Jesus took him aside. And the Bible says he kissed and betrayed the Son of Man. Jesus asked him, why do you, Judas, why do you kiss the, and betray the Son of Man? See, Judas had the freedom just to hug Jesus. He hugged him, held him and kissed him. It was a kiss of death. It was a kiss to kill. There are people like that. Pastor said he had realized over a period in time in ministry that any kind of human behavior does not surprise him. Sometimes it's amazing. People in the church. Hallelujah. But tonight God is releasing you and taking you into another realm. You can overcome all that in the name of Jesus. David, Joseph, Esther. Everybody had an encounter for the deliverance of a nation. Because the deliverance of a nation was attached to their apron. The encounter will make you rescue a generation from the pit. There is a generation that needs to hear you. Tonight, every ear that needs to hear you. Every eyes that need to see you. May your visibility come alive. May you come out of your baggage. May you come out of your sin. May you come out of your addiction. May you come out of your sickness. May you come out of your bed. May you come out of the littleness and be littleness. May you come out of every curse tonight. May it be broken tonight. May you be visible to your generation. May your voice be heard in the name of Jesus tonight. If you believe that they are with your hands and that's it, that's me, God. That's me. I take it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Your failure will be a failure of a generation. Hallelujah. There are battles. Berihin and Morsharalo, while they were talking, they were saying, we are the last healing evangelist of our generation. There are not many rising up. There are not many rising up because of the tension, because of the battle, because of the pressure. Pastor was saying, he said, it was because my dad took the hit in the front that made it easy for him. God is looking for a generation. Hallelujah. We are able to minister freely because of a, my spiritual father has taken a hit in the... Because of my dad previously have taken hits. This all encourage you tonight. Hallelujah. We have to take hits, hallelujah, to save a generation sometimes uh, because we have a greater grace in our lives tonight. Amen. We cannot fail. Our failure is a failure of a generation. We cannot sit and discouraged and think about, oh, I am so moody, I am so alone. You cannot think like that and stay there. After time, you have to learn to get out from that pattern. Nobody is there to raise me. Nobody is there to speak for me. You speak over your own life. Get up. Hallelujah. Awake and rise and shine. Hallelujah. Tonight, may I pray that Holy Spirit will raise you up as a man and a woman of God to make an impact for the kingdom. Hallelujah. You cannot afford to miss out on God. To stay sensitive to the voice of God. Our pastor's temperature is the temperature of the church tonight. So I said, Lord, I don't want to be cold. I don't want to be dull. I don't want to ever lose a moment. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. Hallelujah. So I can help another. Hallelujah. Praise God. A generation. God is raising up a generation in these days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why if a pastor is on fire of God, the congregation will be. You discourage him, put him from business. 
<laughs> the enemy, hallelujah, praise God, will walk all over your life. Better pray, better fast for your men of God. I, I see one of the reasons why some of the people in the early, they were blessed that they used to pray for their man of God. They used to fast, pray, do anything possible for their man of God. They got blessed, not only financially, God mightily used them. Hallelujah. The children, hallelujah, were in a different league when it came to serving the Lord. Tonight I pray, hallelujah, to your children, people who honors men of God, your children will be in a greater league in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Look at Moses. Can you read Exodus chapter 2, 21? And Moses was content to dwell with the man. And he gave Moses Zephorah his daughter. Amen. Underline that word. Moses was content. Moses was content when Israel was praying. You don't need to be content. Hallelujah. There are people who are content achieving nothing. Or a little bit here and there. I got a little bit breakthrough here and there. But Moses was content when the entire Israel was crying. So much of confront, confrontation and conflicts in life. And he's Juma sitting there. Come on church tonight. See, there are people who are suffering. There are people who are sick. That's right. There are people who is crying for somebody. And you are only thinking about your nice job, nice salary, good name. You're just happy. You're called for something bigger than you have realized. Pray tonight, Lord. Open my heart. Let I not sit sick. Let I not sick like a hallelujah, praise God, like a dry bone there. Tonight I prophesy you dry bone live tonight. Take your eyes from that hurt that you have gone through. Look to Jesus tonight. That hurt shall go. Leave your life tonight. Hallelujah. You are important to God. If you don't be a part of God's kingdom, it's going to hurt the body of Christ. You cannot be complacent, like lukewarm and indifferent. So I don't have major problem with living happy. I want to live like this. Hey. <laughs> Come on, grow up. Look at two people and say, grow up. There are three reasons why God could use Moses. Moses hated oppression. It was Kenneth Hagin who said, unless you hate what you're going through, you cannot come out of it. Moses hated oppression. Number two, he had compassion for the people of God. In Exodus 32, 32, God said, I will blot out this people and I will raise up another generation and I take you into the land. And Moses said, Lord, don't do it. He did not say, Amen. If it was us, we would have said, Amen. And I said, these guys, I was hoping the Lord will say that. He didn't say that. He prayed. Then Moses said, why should nation say that you brought them out to destroy in the wilderness? Save them. Hallelujah. So if you won't ask, help them, don't ask me to lead. Your presence, your compassion. Though so stiff necked, so difficult. Yet compassion. Oh. But three had a passion for God's presence. 40 days he would go up to the mountain of the Lord and speak to him. He would come down and his face is shining. If you look at somebody's face, you know who they have spoken to. You spoke to speak to wrong people, you make the wrong calls. Speak to God, speak to Jesus, speak to the Holy Spirit. You make the right calls. Who you speak matters. Exodus 3.1 Moses was taking care of his father-in-law's sheep in the backside of the desert, in the mountain of God called Horeb. And the Bible says there was a burning bush. And the Bible says he gave his attention to that burning bush. 
there was something that was pulling him to hear the voice of God there was something that was pulling him hallelujah to sense the presence of God come on church hallelujah he was passionate for God's presence tonight how many of you feel a pull tonight whatever you didn't feel I pray you'll feel, feel a pull to the fire of God you'll feel full to your call tonight you will feel a pull to the servants of God hallelujah to hallelujah fulfill your dream and the vision God has placed you from within tonight that seed that is in you come alive in the name of the Lord oh, every block every hindrance from that dream God given dream to be fulfilled be broken out of your life tonight get out of your sleep slumber tonight may you be pulled may you be pulled in the name of Jesus that's my assignment tonight to pull you back into the fire of God Lord will allow you tonight to have an encounter. Amen. Encounter means to be met with God. What does I met God means? M stands for miracle. An encounter produces a miracle. If I meet God, there is a miracle. It's a miracle while you're watching the service. It's a miracle happening in your life. While you serve the Lord, there is a miracle. Hallelujah. It's a miracle time. Oh, look at two, three people and say, It's a miracle time. It's a miracle time. Amen. Not a struggle time. It looks like one, but come on, be pulled with the fire of God. It's a miracle time. Hey! Home tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Say, It's a miracle time. Amen. You deserve the glory and the honor, oh yeah. As we lift our hands in worship, as we lift your holy name, you deserve the glory, oh yeah. And we lift our hands in worship, as we lift your holy name, for you are great. You do miracles so great There is no one else like you There is no one else like you For you are great You do miracles so great There is no one else like you Somebody who has a problem with your eye tonight God is healing you So you are great Oh, you are that irritations in the eye tonight be open in the name of the Lord be healed now in the name of Jesus for you are dumbness in your ears tonight be open in the name of Jesus I rebuke that spit of dumbness under the miracle anointing of God in the name of Jesus open may the miracle of finances I release it tonight Oh, the church, every miracle of finance that your church needs, that your children need tonight, who he would delight in the prosperity of his servant. Open up the storehouses. Open up for plenty of abundance. Tonight, in the name of the Lord, everybody who has lost their sense of their calling, be pulled in the fire of God tonight. Oh, you are great. Amen. There is no one else like him. How many of you tonight thank the Lord that you took the Bible to serve the Lord? That you have made a stand for the Lord and you say hallelujah, uncompromising life. You have set your life apart for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are baptized to the waters of baptism and proclaim that I belong to Jesus. How many of you are thankful tonight? Lift your hands and thank the Lord for calling you into such a calling tonight. Not a fake one, but one with spine, one with heart. Hmm. Tonight, there are many good people, but very few God people. How many of you are happy tonight? You're not one of those good people, but you're one of those God people tonight. Hallelujah. He wants you to have an encounter tonight. The miracle of change is going to come over your life tonight. 
Hallelujah. The miracle of change. M for miracle. You are the miracle. Everything connected to you will become miraculous. Encounter produces a met God miracle. E experience. Christianity is not a theology. It's theophilus. The presence of God in the New Testament and knowing God. Hallelujah. Moses encounter is a theophany which means a experience. Tonight how many of you say Lord open my eyes to see you on an experience with you. And T stands for testimony. Anyone who's got met God has a testimony. Tonight you know we are used to edit the testimonies. We just say nice things. We don't say the full testimony what it took to get there. Tonight God wants you to have unedited testimonies. Come on. God is looking for unedited testimonies. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Old Testament it was not perfect people. It was weak people. People who had all sort of issues. But out of that God raised up a man of God. God made a woman of God. Unedited testimony. It doesn't matter what time, what you're going through tonight. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. The kind of messes that you've gone through. The trials and the tests. Come on. God will raise you up as a man and a woman of God in the midst of all that. An unedited, a real, a genuine. Hallelujah. Not one who intimidated with failures. The one who keeps showing up. Keeps showing up. Keeps showing up. Hallelujah. Keeps showing up. For the glory of God Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You will feel that you're backslidden, given up, lost in the backslid of the message. Nobody needs you. Nobody will find you ever. Tonight, God's mercy be on you. You don't need to bat. You don't need to feel the battle and be cornered. God's mercy will find you. Tonight. He comes searching. He caught you. Still ugly. But made you to glorify his name. The unedited testimony. The devil defeated you. The devil wanted to destroy you. But you thanks to the encounter. 